Well, we're on the air, guys. Oh. So, welcome right. back. Welcome back to Nothing Controversial. Better late than never. <laughs> I mean, there's no better way than just start the show. Absolutely. Catch your co-hosts yeah. off the off guard here and just start the show. So, we got a lot to talk about today. Mm. So, what do we got? We got, <clears throat> excuse me, we got like a uh, handful of topics. A ton of federal laws going through. You got the budget. Mm. You got the Equality Act. You've got the Voter Rights Act. You've got the Gun Law Act. I can't remember what what that one's called. You've, so you've got all those different acts. Then you got, at the state level, we got well, everything going on in New York with Governor Cuomo. Oh, my goodness. You know, and the, both with the nursing homes and with the sexual harassment the, charges. The claims, yeah. Then you got Texas uh, opening Happy back. birthday, by the way, yeah. Texas. Yeah, happy birthday happy to the birthday state of Texas. Texas. Uh, how old now? Let's see, 1836, so... What is that? Yeah, so I can't do it's that. A, it's Anyone? at least 100. <laughs> I mean, it's at least 100. Well, so least wouldn't it be like 180? Wouldn't it be like 180? Just, just, just about, about 180. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad for the state of Texas. And then uh, we've got uh, the national debt issue. Good heavens. Dr. Seuss, what is going on with Dr. Seuss? What are we going to talk about today, guys? This is tough. And Any takers? What... Yeah. There's there, there's so many. There, there, I, I'm I'm a fan of the debt issue. I like to talk oh, yeah, about. Oh yeah, it's definitely a big. Topic. Yeah. you know the finances of what's going on because and you know it's, it's the thing when you talk about the debt, people you can't explain to people how detrimental the national debt is to our society because they don't see they don't readily see the impact of it because people now they they haven't. People my age, at least, they haven't lived through that before. You guys are pretty much coming off of the era where that still had an effect. Did you hear oh. that? <laughs> take that knife out of my... I, it's, it's, I think you just called us old. No. So I, in a, in a roundabout only, way. I, and I think the reference was to the recession of 08, I think, is what the, res, uh, oh, God, the reference that's was. That's, but apparently no, 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 that no, 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 no. I mean, y- y- like y'all's older generation. Oh, 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 oh yeah, there we go. There it is. Your parents and grandparents before you that lived through the Great Depression, that that came in off, yeah, of, that's, off my, of that. My grandparents didn't live through the Depression. Well, no. My grandparents did. Did they? Yeah, my grandparents did. Yeah, yeah they, they uh, let's see. They actually, well, my poor grandparents, my family's new to the United States, see, relatively new, I guess, ah. in, in terms of speaking, because we came over in like the 1920s. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's relatively new, I guess, as far as things it's, go. The the experience was like they they lived through it. They did, they did, they, they did live through it. And they then and, it and you guys were completely of sound mind and body in two thousand eight when it happened here again. That's debatable. Well, <laughs> with the sound mind and body part, I was, in, I was in high school. Well, you okay? But <laughs> it 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 did have an impact on your life. The recession. Yeah, yes, for yes sure, it for did. Sure. The recession yeah, had yeah. an impact on yeah. my generation. That that hasn't happened. At least when it when it did happen in 08, we well, weren't. Ask you, you've never you, seen four dollar gas. Oh that, that's what gosh. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> my, people my age are now getting up to the point where you know we have like like in high school, you know, you get a car and it's actually affecting you know everything that we're doing on a day to day basis. You know, <laughs> back in 2008, we didn't have to worry about that because we were too young to drive. <laughs> so let's talk about this this debt issue. Did you, did you see that yesterday? For the first time, the national debt passed $28 trillion. $28 trillion. I remember when it was 14 $28 trillion. Yes, I date do yourself. too. Date yourself. I, I, you know, and I remember, of course, when, you know, when Bush first went into office, you, you remember it was it was around $8 trillion. Yep. Uh, And so we're talking the year 2000. So between 2000 to 
2021. So you're talking 21 year period. We've gone into debt literally $20 trillion. Mm-hmm. We've, 20 more than, trillion. we've more than doubled it. So I was reading an article just yesterday. Just it about was, tripled it, honestly. We almost tripled it. Yeah. And I was reading this article yesterday, and they, they wanted to give an example, mm-hmm. right, of how much debt this <clears throat> really is. Okay, mm-hmm. So here's the comparison. If you stack, yeah. you took $100 bills, and you stack them on top of each other, a million dollars would be about a little more than three feet tall. For a million dollars and hundred dollar bill, right? Stacked up like the size of a high chair. That's a million dollars, okay? But you want a um, hundred million dollars, okay? So you stack that up, and you're over half a mile high, okay? That was a billion. Uh, no, that's right. A billion dollars a billion, is a, a half a mile high, because you get your million, you're going to a billion, you're half a mile. It's it's actually a taller. What is it, the name of the Burj Khalif? Is that the tallest building in the tallest world? In the world. You're higher in the air than the Burj Khalif, if I'm pronouncing that correct. So and that's a that's a billion dollars. If you go a trillion dollars, you are now past the International Space Station. So you're you're in the you're out, out of the stratosphere. You are out of the stratosphere. You are six hundred, I think it was six hundred and thirty one miles. I mean, you are past the space station, okay? And that's for $1 trillion. And those are in $100 bills. These yeah. are $100, $100 bills. bills. Now we're looking at it in terms of uh, 28 of those, right? How how much further out are you going? And I so think you could make it to the moon. Like, Just with, about. We're like measuring in astronomical <laughs> units now. Like an, an a, one AU is the distance from Earth to the sun. Yeah, yeah you could. Which, which, on, which, ironically, people measure in CVS receipts now because. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Those things are crazy. Yeah, I don't. I, you know, I never save for my receipt at CVS. No. I, I do my card to get the discount, and you use, and I walk. You're they're like, do you want the receipt? Like, and you walk yeah. out as fast. Yeah. As you go, like, they're right they're intimidating. Right, like, guys. Like, first of all, that's if you get to the point where you can actually pay because they want you to scan that little card. Yeah. And you're like, why? For what purpose? Do I get points? Or do I get what, is some... this, what is the saving me? I'm not getting a discount. What, what am I getting? I'm not getting a discount. No, but... you're getting a book of coupons. Ah. I get more coupons that, if it. I scan it's, the thing. As, yes. as a member. All that's, that's where you get The up. coupons are the list as the receipt. Yeah, but you get those even if you don't scan the thing. <laughs> that's true. Everyone, Every business has an app now that just tells you about the coupons. That not CVS. Well, I mean, they probably do, but they prefer to give you those paper oh, coupons. Yeah, they, they, oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially in like an old town like this. Uh, <laughs> no one wants to use phones for anything. But anyway, now... Now, a while ago, I had done, I had a, a group of people, we had gotten together, we, we calculated out, let's suppose that you were to pay the national debt off at a dollar. This was, by the way, when the national debt was only $23 trillion. Only $23 This is before trillion. COVID. This is a couple years ago, right? So $23 trillion, you're going to pay the national debt off at a dollar a second. Okay. How many years at a dollar a second would it take to pay the national debt off? It was over 32,000 years. Oh, my gosh. When you, at a dollar a second, because, you know, a dollar a second, so $60 in a minute, mm-hmm. uh, $360 in an hour, right? Six times that by 60. Yeah. Uh, wait. No. No, no, no. Because it was 60 times 60. 60, times 60. And so it was $3,600 in an hour. And so anyway, it went on. They don't teach math in the social science. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you, you, they, we are they, talking about the national debt. Math doesn't matter, right? That is true. <laughs> there, there's only one equation I know, and that's, uh, was it like, offer plus two equals Naples. That's the <laughs> only equation that we've been taught. But, uh, 
anyway, so we're you know 32,000 years, and that was before we're getting to where we are. And so we have 28 trillion dollars in debt. I don't I don't think people understand uh, how crippling this. This is a giant behemoth waiting to crush America. Mm-hmm. And it's not just America, by the way, that's in debt. Other nations are in debt, too. But this is a behemoth. And here's the worst thing about all this. The debt, well, it, well, there are countries overseas that hold our debt. 25% of foreign countries uh, hold our debt. That's only 25%. 25%. It's about 7 to $8 trillion is held by foreign countries. $21 trillion, we owe to ourselves. This is money that we have borrowed... From ourselves for other things that we owe back to ourselves. It's ridiculous how we do this. And that doesn't count. Interesting thing is that doesn't even count promissory debt. So the promissory debt is the money that people who uh, like ourselves, you know, we're, we're, we're not super young, say one person in here. But anyway, <laughs> when we when we pay into something, the government promises us that is going to pay for these benefits down the road. Right. Right. So our our retirement benefits, our Social Security benefits, and all that stuff, when you add up our promissory debt, the numbers vary wildly. I, I've I, seen I people place our promissory <clears throat> debt as low as $80 trillion, and I've seen it as high as over $300 trillion. Like, economists are guessing this could be exactly what the government is promising, but we, don't, we really don't know because we owe so much money. Right. So, you know, a lot of people, it's hard for people to wrap their mind around. Um... Hold on just a second. Uh-huh. There we go. Uh-huh. Are we back? <laughs> yeah, we're back. Sorry about that, folks. We had a little interruption, but, you know, that's how this, well, actually, that's to, how to, this third rate <clears throat> podcasting goes. Is you get interrupted, well, you just go with it. You right? know, they never would have known had you not said anything because they would have just heard a cut in sound. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, we sometimes you got to, you know, we had the chicken that likes to listen to the show get in the fight with the dog. And yeah, that yeah, happens, absolutely. you know, and you, you just got to. Got to break the animals up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. Got to make sure keep the audience in control. Our two, our two viewers. Our two viewers. <laughs> All both of them. <laughs> but no, no, the dead. It really is. It, you know, a lot of people don't understand when you talk about um, we owe ourselves. That's something yeah. that a lot of people can't wrap their mind around. Oh, not at all. It no. really we owe the Federal Reserve. Yes, and and the Federal Reserve actually owes banks Thanks. like it, it owes in the federal reserve so we the american people owe like the federal reserve to a certain extent right but because the federal reserve which represents I, the federal reserve borrows money right. from the banking system it also borrows money from states the federal reserve borrows money from social security which is the one believe it or not the social security fund is one of the most profitable funds that america has it acts a very profitable fund, and it, it accumulates all kinds of money from. The problem is that we borrow money from it all the time, and so it's filled up with IOUs. So the government, for example, particularly borrowed from Social Security beginning in the 1960s to pay for Medicare, and then it began borrowing it to pay for Medicaid, and then it borrows money for all kinds of stuff. And when we expanded the Affordable Health Care Act, when we expanded the affordable system, we're like, we well, need more money. So they borrow more money out of Social Security. And it's filled with IOUs. That money's got to get paid back somehow because that money belongs to us. It belongs mm-hmm. to the American people. But it's just filled with IOUs. And so they've got to they've get that money back. Well, what do we do? Well, we can tax the American people more. 
Or we can print more paper money to fill it back up, which oh, causes... Yeah. yeah, let's just print, print more money. I, that'll solve the problem. You know, massive like rates that. of inflation, but, you know, at least it's, you know... It's small, pri- small price to pay. Small price to pay for. A big price to pay. So, and and especially when the, when the banks or when the federal government um, basically... Where our debt also is included is when when a federal government borrows money, uh, basically it's through the exchange of bonds and securities with the banking yeah. system. Hmm. Well, basically the federal government is um, these banks buy all of these federal securities and bonds. That's all money or essentially loans that are going into the federal government through the Federal Reserve, and then the Federal Reserve it takes that money, turns it over, and that money gets spent all all of these little things. <laughs> 1.9 trillion dollar stimulus packages and uh we got oh let it go let it go uh it gets spent on all these stimulus packages and then um we owe that money <sighs> all right so anyway yes with the federal reserve and securities right so uh, we take all of this money from the, you know, the Federal Reserve basically borrows all this money through the banking system. Yeah. Well, that money has to get paid back. The banks need that money. But, it, and then you end up with another, uh, another problem. This is kind of where we, it's called like the, you, you end up with this debt cycle, mm-hmm. uh, and, mm-hmm. or the debt spiral. Spiraling. What ends up happening is as the banks, and not just the banks, but, uh, when bonds are being purchased by states and other places, as, as all of their money is going into the government, right, which is pulling in all of this funding, that means that they have less money for lending. So they can't lend money out to, to the American people. And, and it makes it harder for us to get loans, for example. So, so it begins to help dry up the economy. And then, of course, people then end up appealing more to the government to get more money, which means that the government either borrows more money or has to print more money to give it back to the people. So it becomes a really bad spiral. I've heard this likened to um, a heroin addiction. Hmm. And ah. so, so it's like, you know, here the federal government, or the Fed, not, not the federal, the Fed and the federal government, not the same thing for those of you that Very topical. don't, you know, uh, you know, follow monetary <clears throat> policy. But, uh, so the, but when I say the federal, when I say the Fed, I'm talking about the Federal Reserve, Reserve not the right. federal government. Right. So it's like a heroin addiction because the Fed injects money into the economy, right? Right. To, okay. to stimulate the economy, and, and the economy improves, right? All of a sudden. Yeah. For a mm. while. Yeah. For it's like a short-term okay. fix. It's a high. Yeah. Short-term. You know, and then it starts to all come apart, and they. So what do they have to do? They start withdrawing. They have. Yeah. You start to withdraw, and you have to. In, you know, inject more money, more currency, but but eventually it's a destructive cycle because as as we inject more and more and more currency, you're taking more and more, you're well, you're inflating the currency. The currency's not worth anything. Yes. The money in your pockets. You, not because worth at anything. that point, it, it's the same with any addiction. You need more and more and more to actually feel something. Well, that, that's why it's likened to, to an addiction. Yeah. Because and so um, uh, the other point that I wanted to make with that. The money is it's a hidden tax, and it's a hidden tax yes. because mm-hmm. you can go put the money in the bank, you can go put the money under your couch, you can go put, you can keep the money in your wallet, you can put it in a jar. It doesn't matter. If the money loses its value, there's nothing you can do to keep it from losing the value. I mean, it's, right. it's going to lose its value Absolutely. no matter what, unless you buy something that's non-depreciable. Right. The yeah. currency itself is depreciating. 
And it yeah. always will be. Yeah. And it will be until it's based on something that doesn't depreciate. So your 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 money, in other words, is always losing value. Yeah. And that, and so it is a tax. The, the same with any car you buy as soon as you drive off the lot. Yeah, the value immediately, immediately drops. And that's exactly what that you know, what we're in. It's just it's it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So it, it becomes um it is a it's a hidden problem. And here's the thing too about about these uh, the stimulus. So we throw out these stimulus packages, especially when we look back at what happened in two thousand and eight and we put that massive what was that, the TARP bill? The TARP Act? We put these massive bills in place and we spend all kinds of money. And um, when we do that when the economy is trying to self-correct itself, there's been bad practices or whatever, or the money isn't there or whatever, you have to let the economy correct itself, right? That's what free markets do is they, they will correct themselves. The market will go down, but it'll come back up. What we do is we forestall the correction. Mm-hmm. So we lead more and more. We continue to inject more and more. So we get into an ever... When you when the f- correction finally does occur and it will occur, it's massive. It's going to be bigger than the initial correction would have been. So we end up with this massive downfall. I mean, we, if we're not careful, we are setting ourselves up for a great depression. Like with, recession with, with, is one thing. Within, we're looking at a great depression within the next couple of years. You know, it, it could very well occur it's, in the it's next very couple possible. of years. And um, there's. We do ourselves no favors. We do ourselves no justice by continuing to forestall what is pretty much inevitably going to come. And I hate to say it that way, but I, I don't know. I don't think. Um, I don't think it's a matter of if we're going to end up with something big. I think it's a matter of when. when. Absolutely. You can't Absolutely. under this crushing debt. I mean, this absolutely crushing debt. Uh, you're not going to avoid it. it. It's going to. It's going to come down on you and. Um, we're just, as we heap piles and piles and piles of money on this stuff, uh, I don't, you know, here's the interesting thing about the COVID relief stuff. The COVID relief was caused, we shut our own economy down Mm -hmm. to the point where we caused our own problems instead of making, I mean, I understand that some of the adjustments that we made were reasonable adjustments, but instead of just making reasonable, consistently reasonable, we shut everything down. So we killed it. And now we've... In consequence, to, we had to bail ourselves out of that. From our own decisions. That, yes, that we from made. our own decisions. Mm-hmm. We, tried to, we tried to take an animal that has a life of its own, the economy, mm-hmm. as, in, as if to say that we can control every aspect of it and just kill all of this stuff and thinking that there wouldn't be any consequences to it. So now all of these states are struggling. And thus we're passing more and more COVID reliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the states are... They're like, well, we got to start opening back up, which we do have to start opening back up. But Hmm. how well we're going to come out of this remains to be seen, even with these massive relief bills in place. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I mean, Texas, I think will do okay because Texas is gaining a lot of people. Right. But you're seeing states that are, um, you know, New York may not really ever really recover from what's going on up there. You know, um, financially, no. you know, you, you no. wonder when states themselves <clears throat> who have amassed, a you know, we're talking about federal debt numbers, but states themselves have, have amassed uh, billions of dollars worth of debt as well. And so I think that that is another potentially big danger here. Um, and you can't pay the debt off if your taxpayer base is left. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> a government can't, right? So those states are in big time problems. Big, big, big problems. And that's another problem, by the way, with the United States as an overall whole. The taxpayer base, the income taxpayer base in America is not growing. Yes, the American population is growing. But what what's really causing the American population to grow right now? Immigration. Immigration. Right? That's, that's what's what it's not because Americans are having kids because no, we're having less no, and less. Less and less kids. Which, but and the difference though, and I'm not trying to get into the immigration argument, but the main difference is this when our federal government thrives off of the income tax. Well, if we have a lot of illegal immigrants, they're not paying income taxes. Yes, they'll pay sales taxes and stuff, but corporations and whatever or whoever hires them, they typically hire them under the table. Yeah. Right? So they're not contributing to the federal government tax base. So really, even though the American population is growing, the American tax base is actually beginning to decline. Mm, and that's very problematic. It's a great argument for sales tax over mm-hmm. property tax. Great or, argument. Oh, sorry, over income Which tax. might be one of the reasons why Texas is thriving. Because yeah. we don't do an income tax. No, yeah. Texas tax. thrives on sales taxes and everyone, whether you're legal or not. Everybody Everyone's pays paying sales tax, and you have to pay them when you go in. Unless you know you're, unless you like still ties for. A- yeah, unless you go through the, you know, you do the five finger discount. You know, I mean, if that's if that's kind of your way of doing things, I mean, that's a little bit different because you, you, you know, if you get caught, you might pay for it with, uh, you know, some time. You know, you might do a dime or a nickel. You know, whatever. That's payment. Is that, is that your? You got some street cred. That's there, my. Or? That's my attempt to talk street. <laughs> you might do a pretty penny if you, uh, if you get caught in the act. <laughs> A penny, doing a doing a penny, doing a pretty penny. Um, but yeah, yeah. The the point, you know, um, the sales tax uh, is by far the most beneficial and healthy tax for for government. You know, and of course, I think the federal government really desperately needs a balanced budget amendment if it's going to if we're ever going to control federal spending. Yeah, but, yeah. But it's one of those things I don't think it will ever happen because I really don't think. That even even the the Republicans and the con- the conservatives that run on that don't actually want to have it. they don't want it either they don't they don't really want it yeah which and and you know I under, kind of understand the argument against it but I think you can get around the argument but to demonstrate the point a little bit I'll use a different issue okay but it kind of um, many of the founders <clears throat> uh, there are several of them I don't know how many but I remember there's a there's a handful of founders that proposed and they don't want a standing army in the United States. So they actually proposed at the Constitutional Convention, uh, one one guy proposed that we limit the size of the America Standing Army to 5,000 persons. Oh, wow. And Washington made the comment in the convention. He said, that's fine so long as we uh, tell any person who invades the United States that they can have no more than 2,000 persons. Mm. <laughs> and the, the point was immediately made. Yeah. You can't put a limitation on like. So I understand that the argument against the balanced budget amendment is when the government needs to spend money, it cannot have a limitation in place, even mm. for, for example, maybe a national security issue. But I think you can put an exemption or you can put clauses into it. Well, that's where they came up with the debt ceiling. Yeah. Mm. But that that's just a movable... It's just a movable just, number. Uh, yeah. What you need is a concrete number in the Constitution that can only be moved. And here's how you really hold Congress Under accountable. If you're worried about national security purposes, that, uh, for example, in time of war, you say, that's fine. The debt can... Uh, the, the, the amendment the, mm-hmm. can be suspended when Congress declares war. Mm. When they declare war. And I would say maybe tie it to that war clause because... 
you guys know as well as I do, when was the last time Congress ever declared war? Uh, was it Vietnam? Nope. Uh, oh, no, they didn't. Uh, war World II. War II, yeah. December 8th. After the day of infamy, December 7th, we don't ever declare war. We just fight wars that go on eternally. If you want to hold our government accountable in its foreign interventions, make it so tie the budget directly to their ability to conduct something like war overseas. Correct two problems with one. That would seriously limit, and it would make Congress more honest in its foreign interventions. I would say kill two birds with one stone, but PETA may be listening, so I'll feed two birds with one stone. (laughs) Don't feed them rice. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's, uh, you know, <clears throat> I think a, a, a balanced, but I think you're right. You know, a balanced budget amendment is needed. I think you can address the issue, but I don't, I don't think either party really wants it. I, I think it's interesting how all of the Republicans, for example, they campaign on a balanced budget amendment all the time. Or mm-hmm. not, not even a balanced budget amendment. They just campaign on getting a balanced on budget. fixing it. Yeah. The last Republican to pass a balanced budget was, anyone know? Uh, Newt Gingrich. Yeah. Back in the 90s, yeah. he was the last person to ever to, to pass a balanced budget. That's interesting. So Republicans, the real, and Republicans have controlled Congress several times since then. Yeah. They don't really want it. It pretty much becomes stagnant yeah. and it's just well, doing the same thing over and over again. Because the House, especially in the House, where they have to run for re-election every two years, yeah. they don't want mm. their opponent to say that they cut spending for anything. No. Mm. Because they're just going to spin it into something mm. negative. This, yeah. Well, and, and it's really hard to, like... To run for Congress, and you're you're the guy that's you're no you're running for Congress, and you're the guy you're you're standing up against your opponent, let's say in a debate, and you're like, we need to stop spending money. No matter what group you say, we need to stop spending money on. They're gonna they're not gonna vote for you. It's immediately lost vote. If I cut your welfare benefits, no one's gonna vote for you. If I cut Social Security, they're not gonna vote for you. If I cut military spending, they're not gonna vote for me. If I cut, you can pick any demographic group, and you say I'm gonna cut your budget. Mm-hmm. because really they all need to be cut across the board probably but if you pick any demographic group and you say i need to cut this 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 and this and this you just lost, you the, you lost, lost that, that entire constituency yeah so they don't like to do it and we i mean that's the sad reality of the situation so it continues to you know spiral out of control mm-hmm. they they need us to <laughs> do federal government finances if they would just put us in place naples 2024 that's ah, shoot you know, put me on the ballot <laughs> I, no, I, I don't want the job. No, but I mean, no. <laughs> no. To be fair, I did write you in for a, lo- a local election one time. I received a vote. You received one vote. I mean, what was it for? Uh, the state representative. Something like that. Something like yeah. that. Oh. I'll take it. I'll take one vote, man. At least I got one out there. Yeah, yeah. I got one fan. I won't return the favor, but I mean, right. <laughs> I appreciate you doing it. I didn't tell you to, but I it appreciate depends, it. It depends on the position. Right, right. You know, you're going to run for JP. I'd be okay with that. You know, that's that's fine. I'll, I'll vote you for JP. Oh. Anyway, we better wrap this up. Um, had a couple interruptions, so. Uh, what do we, what do we, we got to do some, uh, affirmations, affirmations. here, affirmations, denials. uh, denunciations, denials, uh, declensions. No, mm. wait, sorry. That's the wrong Shut thing. Up, you know, uh, <laughs> just state it like they did in the old, uh, ecumenical councils, Athema to, oh. to, to him. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, that's good. I like that. Heresy. Heresy. <laughs> Blasphemy. Heathens, both of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, um, so what, what, what are we going to praise? What are we praising today? 
Anyway, uh, all right, I'll, I'll go first. So, so I'm gonna affirm. I've got some really solid friends in my life. I got I got Brian over here who bought me a sandwich. I was in part. I was in part of this. Huh? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm affirming Brian. Look Please don't. Let's delete this part of the episode. <laughs> I'm affirming Brian. Skip. Uh, uh, um. And he, he bought me a sandwich today. I was like, it was really that's that's awesome, man. And uh, yeah, also got some like friends like Brian. Uh, some some friends of mine from college, uh, a coworker that's kind of pushing me to to you know, reach out and, and look for some new opportunities, and I'm starting to do that. And that's just awesome. kind of fortunate to be around people who kind of push me. Some you've he's, stoked he's, my ego. He's high. He's high on his horse right now. He is high on his horse. Uh, I, horse. Uh, I can't do uh, I can't do a, a, a denial today because. <laughs> Uh, just the one he had nine. thought of may or may not have been at a stab. Maybe it was you, me. Maybe he's denying yeah, he was me. He's denying you as a person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll affirm our students. Uh, it's nice to have some good students like Nick here, who uh, I don't know somehow has wiggled his way into the program as almost a permanent part of the program. But that's good because I think Nick's smart and it's good to have. Uh, but I, I do enjoy um, I do enjoy the the learning environment and uh, being teacher being a teacher is it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Yeah, now that it's gone to your head there, Nick. What do you got? Um, I'm going to affirm my friendship with the both of you. Oh, oh man. Oh, you know? man. This is just... Two, this is two, just two very... This is just very, a touchy-feely situation here today. Two great you. role models and uh, persons of experience in front of me that I hope... And, uh, I can't take I can it all. I can't take it. I mean, we better get to some denial. Too much. Wait, 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 we got to take, take it down. We got to. We got to deny something. Uh, like what are we denying today? I'm gonna deny um, uh, all the interruptions that we've had. <laughs> Phone calls and people calls knocking buzzing. on the door and you know sometimes it's everyone just look. Everyone just Mr. wants Popular. to be a part Mr. of Popular. our podcast. That's, that's, that's what absolutely. It is. That's, that's what it is. They're that's, jealous. I, I've been talking about it just about to everybody I could on campus. Our fan base. I'm, I'm trying to get it to grow. I mean, I'm look, trying. we got to beat people off with a stick. <laughs> you know, I had to push them back, get them back, get them back as I was walking in here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's look <laughs> from your. <laughs> I won't. Let's see. I'm going to deny our uh, our government budget. Um, it, it is ridiculous. Exist. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm an atheist. Don't, I don't even believe in the budget. We don't have don't, one. It doesn't exist. Not, 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 the, the, go, not the, the government debt. department, right? Let's, let's be Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it exists sometimes. Uh, I'm going to be... For uh, the benefit of itself, I'm it going to deny the, the, the federal... The um, $1.9 trillion of spending that we're about to do. The, mm. Just the massive amount of debt that we're in. This is... Uh, it's, it's crippling. It, it is absolutely crippling. And right now... We might not be reeling from the effects of it, but it's going to happen. So I'm I'm denying government spending. Hmm. I think uh, let's see. I think I'm going to deny my generation's ability to seek out a civil conversation as, ah, as time good. goes on. That's good. Not a lot of people have that have that have the want for it, have the desire to have a civil conversation and listen to a lot of. Our, our country's problems you know yeah. a lot of people want to put it on this or put it on that and let that be the clear and you know salute problem but nine times out of ten there's there's so many more aspects and so many more factors going into one well, thing because you weren't raised with dr seuss absolutely it's it's, it's all because <laughs> oh i enjoyed green eggs dr. and ham seuss. my favorite all because i enjoyed green eggs and ham growing up hey that's what it is that's clearly what it is <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will um, thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you in another week.